0: Good evening, world. This is the podcast, Sassafras, and your hostess, Laura Cattell. Woo. You know, maybe it was a bit naive. Probably a bit naive, but I guess I, I think everybody was just a little hopeful. Yay, 2020's over! 2021 has to be better, right? As we kind of, like, do that half-hearted grin and we shake our heads hoping everybody will agree with us. Right? Yeah. No. Nope, that's not what happened. I don't know, maybe that was just a, a childish hope. Oh well. It was nice to enjoy the holidays. I hope everybody out there enjoyed the holidays. Don't forget about Valentine's. It's coming up. So, we went over the last few days the processes used to basically generate the power of attraction on purpose in your life. So we covered what the powerful processes were, which gratitude and visualization, and then we're covering now the powerful processes in action. And yesterday we ended off with a wonderful story by John Assaraf, who is the uh, the guy that made Vision Boards popular, which is why yesterday's uh, episode was titled Vision Boards. So we're actually going to finish that out today, and I'm going to recap it just a tad because that was a really... Powerful, but also, like, that was a perfect way to describe what happens when we sit there with the vision board, and it kind of works in the background, right? Remember, we've talked about how not to worry about the hows, and unfortunately, that's what we end up trying to do, is we try and have this image in our heads... Of exactly how it is that we want to get the thing that it is that we want. And a lot of times what people end up doing is they think they're visualizing the end result of what they want. But what they're doing is they're visualizing the how of what they want. Like they have a specific way of how they want to get it, right? Which unfortunately interrupts the universe from being able to provide at its best rate of doing what it does best which is taking all the other things that you can't possibly take into account or calculate because you're a human being and works all of those in the background. You'll hear that a lot in the personal development industry is to, uh, or at least in the manifestation uh, aspect is to not focus on the cursed house. You will hear them called the cursed house a lot. And I'm going to reiterate this human beings can't physically, can't physically, all right, I don't care how long you think about it, I don't care how, how good at math or physics or any of the sciences, I don't care how good you get at it, human beings cannot physically encompass all the necessary little bits and pieces that make things happen. They can't. We're physically prohibited from doing it. Now, at some point in the future, we may be able to augment our basic skills. Currently, there's, you know, um, uh, how do I put this? Not necessarily cyborgs yet, but definitely, uh, excuse me, the movement is called transhumanism. Basically, they're expecting that the next evolution of human evolution, or excuse me, um, the next evolution of humanity, sorry, that was a bit redundant, uh, will be mankind- basically splicing itself with uh, machines, technology, and evolving that way. Uh, Their ultimate, um, basically, expression is that human beings are too soft, too weak, too mushy, and will not survive going forward. And the ultimate um, expression of humanity would be to create some place where we no longer rely on bodies. Um, Basically, go to full robots. So... It's an interesting um, divergent path of humanity, right there. It'll be interesting to see how they come up in the future. Fun bit: um, some in that particular realm have already come up with some really interesting stuff. Tattoos that can do conduct electricity. Um, skin grafts that have basically um, implantable microchips in them that can, you can uh, um, plug into. I don't know, that kind of of makes me a little bit scared. Because if you can be plugged into, you can be hacked. Mm. Anyways, I know I got a little bit off topic, but apologies. So, I'm going to, how do I put this? Cursed House. right. A vision board helps with that focus. All right. Here's an exam- good example of focusing too much on the cursed how. Now we're going to go back to that car that you want. So let's say you're sitting here visualizing going down to the dealership, plunking down a ton of cash, and then the dealership guy handing you the keys. Right? And so maybe you're, you're, you're trying to manifest more money, better job, better career, just to go buy the car. But you're discounting winning the car in a lottery. Uh, winning the car by a sweepstakes. Being given the car by a boss or co-worker. Um, you know, um, earning the car as a, as a test. Drive somewhere around the, um, earning the car as part of a company package, alright? There are so many other ways for you to get a car than just going down to the dealership, handing the guy a stack of cash, and saying, yeah, I want that car. That's focusing on the how. Alright. Versus visualizing yourself getting up, grabbing the keys, going out to your garage, and the car is already there. and you get in and you wrap your hands around the steering wheel and you drive off and you're enjoying the feel of the I don't know maybe the heated leather seats or the heated steering wheel yes those are both options now um you know the the, the snow package the the lift the the smoothness of the ride I don't care what it is everybody's got a different idea of what a dream car is somebody might like a Hummer somebody might like a Jaguar I'm not I'm not going to pick but That's the difference, okay? Imagine yourself in that car, going and doing the things that you want to do. Let's say you're the guy that likes a Hummer, so you'd go out to your really tall garage, um, and you get in that thing, and you you know maybe you visualize yourself um, going out to Colorado or the Grand Canyon, or you know um, going out camping with your buddies, and you're all laughing around a campfire, and that's in the background you have to visualize yourself already having the thing so before we get any more farther i just want to make i just wanted to point that out is that when you're visualizing be very careful that you're not visualizing the house but the end result the having right being Alright, let's say you needed that thousand dollar check. Let's go back to that thousand dollar check that you needed to pay off so maybe a friend that you had forgotten about owed you money. Maybe you got a bonus at work. Maybe uh you got an unexpected return from the government. Maybe um you were rewarded for something that you did that you didn't even realize. If you're only focused on earning uh getting another thousand dollar check from a source that you already expect, you're focused on the house, not the end result. Okay, and that's just a couple of things off the top of my head. Maybe you get a raise at work and that adds an extra $1,000 to your paycheck by the end of the week, right? There's plethora of different ways that you can get to that $1,000 by the end of a week. But if you're only focused on one way, the likelihood that it's going to show up is very, very nil. So before we get too much farther, I just wanted to reiterate, make sure when you're visualizing, you're visualizing the end result and not the cursed house. And so before I get too much farther, my daily shout out to the restaurant industry. Thank you guys for doing what you do, being here kicking ass and coming back every single day to do it all over again some places in this country are open some places in this country are not for those places that are not and you've watched your business close my heart goes out to you but I know I know from the deepest depths of my soul There is not a single person out there that has had their business closed that is not completely, utterly capable of turning that shit around and making this the best year ever. I don't know how you're going to do it. You know how you're going to do it. Stop focusing on the scare and start focusing on the future. I know some of you are sitting at home wringing your hands, going, what am I going to do, 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 what am I going to do? Ah, maybe you're crying, maybe you're sleepless, maybe you're tossing and turning, maybe you've had your power shut off. Focus on one little thing. Alright. When you're in the midst of all of that, all right, and before anyone thinks... Um, thinks otherwise... There were times in my life where I only, that's about two years actually, where I only made $400 a paycheck. And that was every two weeks. The most humbling experience I ever had was having to willingly walk down to, or go down, take the bus down to um, the food bank to get food because I didn't have money for any. At that point in time, uh, we'd write the rent checks, hoping that they would clear. Hoping and praying they would clear. When you're in situations like that, become alert. And become aware, and let it fuel you. Let it fuel you. Let yourself become so upset at your situation, you're like, I'm never going to do this again. It's okay to be upset at this situation. You have every right to be. You feel frustrated. You feel helpless. You feel left behind. You feel like you don't have a voice. You feel trapped. When the only space you have left is your mind, cultivate your mind. You can do that anywhere. You can do that in prison, you can do that in a park. If you're really sitting in that space, my earnest and honest suggestion for you is start small. Has the power been turned off? Sit in visualization for a few minutes a day. Just smiling at a turned-on light. Or, um, turning the- going to the wall switch, flipping the lights on, and just being overly ecstatic. Yes! The lights are back on! There's heat again! I'm happy! I'm- I'm progressing! This is awesome! Okay, generate those feelings of relief of what would happen if the power was turned back on. Sit in that- space for at least five minutes a day at least five minutes a day okay but that's what vision boards help with going back to the um, topic of conversation is when you're putting things on the vision board it's the goal you want to attain the house you want to get the car you want to get it keeps you in the state of that's the end result that you're going for And So then it works in the background a little better. But I do want to... Excuse me. Just make sure you're not focusing on the house. Alright, so let's go back to the... Excuse me. Let's go back to the powers out situation. If you're only focused on, oh my god, my business is down, how am I going to turn the power back on if I don't have any money? You're affirming to yourself that you don't have any money. You're focusing on the worry that having no money brings. Therefore, you'll be continuously worrying and focusing on not having money. And it's very easy to do that because everything in your physical environment is pointing to the fact that you don't have money. Alright. Simple things you can do to turn that around when you're feeling like that is... Sitting in your home, close your eyes and imagine to the best of your ability that everything's fine. Whew, the power that turned back on. Oh, it's so nice to have money in my bank account again. Thank God I got that that money oh. all right where's that what's the simple one um visualize affirmation like it's so nice to not worry about money or it's not not worry let's um let's rephrase that it's so nice to have all the funds i need at my disposal whenever i need them all right change your language and if you're feeling really that Destitute and desperate. In your home, sitting. Even if the lights are out, light a candle. Whatever. Close your eyes and imagine the opposite. The positive opposite of whatever negative situation it is you're currently experiencing. Okay? If the power is out, imagine the powers or uh, visualize the power being on. And you being grateful. If you're hungry... Visualize the fridge being full. And a full belly. If you're unemployed, visualize the visualize being at the perfect job you could ever have hoped for. Or starting your own business that you always wanted to do. Okay. Start small. If you're unsure, and then when you get your wings under you, Go bigger. But, I mean, even... Alright, if you're in that kind of a situation, even turning the power back on is a big, huge thing, right? It's it's the middle of winter still in a lot of places. Alright, unless you're like down in Florida or Texas or uh, down along our southern border, it's cold. May everybody out there find within themselves the personal courage and conviction and confidence to drag yourself and anybody else you want to take with you back out of the hole that you're in. And I hope that you fucking soar. So we're going to finish off the rest of the book today because we're already getting a little late. Not the rest of the book, excuse me, the rest of the chapter. And I know that got a little bit long-winded, but I hope I provided value in the words I just shared. So, all right. So John Asraf yesterday, um, all right. And we're going, I'm going to recap how to make, put a vision board together really quick because that was a really awesome, um, explanation that he gave. All right. And he started vision boarding in 1995. Just to give you an idea of how long this has been a popular thing. Alright. So to create a vision board. You take something that you want to achieve. Or something that you want to attract. Right. Um, Achieve. I want to feed a million people. Or attract. You want the car. You want the house. You want the spouse. Okay. So I want to achieve. Or something that you want to attract. My car. Watch. Soulmate of my dreams. And you put a picture of what you want up on that board. Every day you sit and look at that board and visualize yourself having it. Okay, make sure that board is placed somewhere. You will be staring at it either consciously or unconsciously for a larger portion of your day. That's how you vision board. Okay. And in the story, um, John shares that... On one of his vision boards was a picture of a home that he had been visualizing five years earlier, like this was his dream home. Alright, that was the home he wanted, it was right there and he'd spend, you know, however many year, minutes a day visualizing himself walking through the halls, making breakfast in the morning, grabbing a cup of coffee, maybe going for a swim in the back, in the pool in the back, right, this guy's a multimillionaire millionaire by now, but anyway. Five years later, he's moving into his brand new home and all of his office boxes are sitting in the office and his son walks in and says, hey, what's in all of these? And he just responds back, oh, those are my vision boards. And he goes over and opens the first box. And sitting right at the top is the vision board of the house he just moved into. Not a house like it. Or similar, the exact same house that he had been visioning five years earlier. Okay? And in that space of time, between five years from when he was visualizing the house to when he actually moved in, he moved several other times. Alright. Let me see if I can find out how many times... Excuse me, three different moves over a period of five years. Three different. All right. How disappointed would you be if the first house you moved into after visioning for that house wasn't the dream house? Would you feel disappointed? Would you feel like it didn't work? Three moves and five years. And then he moved into his dream house quote-unquote his dream house i bought our dream home and i didn't even know it his words not mine so um which was of course followed by the awesome quote from albert einstein imagination is everything it is the preview of life's coming attractions so we're going to finish out this chapter real quick You can let your imagination go wild with a vision board and place pictures of all the things you want and pictures of how you want your life to be. Make sure you put the vision board in a place where you see it and look at it every day as John Assaraf did. Feel the feelings of having those things now. As you receive and feel gratitude for receiving, you can remove pictures and add new ones. Uh, I'm going to add a caveat here. You can either remove pictures and add new ones, or you can create a brand new vision board. And there's no limits to how many vision boards you can create. Although it does distract the focus when you're starting out doing this. I suggest you pick one vision board and focus on that until you get your manifesting wings under you, so to speak. Okay. Um. So back to the book. This is a wonderful way to introduce children to the Law of Attraction. I hope the creation of a vision board inspires parents and teachers worldwide. One of the people on the secret website forum put a picture of the secret DVD on his vision board. He had seen the secret, but he didn't own his own copy. Two days after he created his vision board, I felt inspired to post a notice on the secret forum giving away DVDs to the first 10 people who posted. And he was one of the ten. He had received a copy of the secret DVD within two days of putting it on his vision board. Whether it is a DVD of the secret or a house, the joy of creating and receiving is magnificent. Another powerful example of visualizing comes from my mother's experience of buying a new house. Several people besides my mother had put in offers for this particular house. My mother decided to use the secret to make that house hers. She sat down and wrote her name and the new address of the house over and over. I think like when you're back in school and you must write 100 times I did not do that thing. Or I will not bully Susie, you know, over and over. Okay. So she sat there and wrote down her name, just basically like you're writing out an envelope, and she did it over and over and over and over again. She continued doing this until it felt as though it was her address. She then imagined placing all of her furniture in that new house. Within hours of doing these things, she received a phone call saying her offer had been accepted. She was so thrilled, but it didn't come as a surprise to her because she knew that house was hers what a champion um i actually went over that a little earlier is um repetition right but what she did here was she wrote it over and over and over again until she got to the feeling that the house was already hers right that's her address this is how she writes her address This is how she's going to write her address going forward. She wrote it. She continued to write it until she felt it. Okay. Then once she achieved that feeling, she started imagining within the space of that feeling, all of her furniture in that space. Okay. She went in her head room to room, and She just had the time of her life. I'm gonna put my couch there and I'm gonna put my my uh, my coffee pot here in the kitchen I'm gonna put my plant over here. Okay, but she got to the feeling first I Can't stress that enough so we're gonna finish out this chapter by an Insert by Jack Canfield and this is the most basic Instruction for manifesting We make it difficult. It's really freaking simple. So pay attention. Decide what you want. Believe you can have it. Believe you deserve it and believe it's possible for you. And then close your eyes every day for several minutes and visualize having what you already want. Feeling the feelings of already having it. Come out of that and focus on what you're grateful for already and really enjoy it. Then go into your day and release it to the universe and trust that the universe will figure out how to manifest it. That's it. That's it right there. That's how you manifest. Decide what you want, believe you can have it, believe you deserve it, and believe it's possible for you. Visualize yourself having the thing and then come out of that and feel grateful for what you already do have. I promise you this you're never going to get anything new if you are not already grateful for what you have. If you are looking at your life saying, I hate my life, you're not going to manifest anything positive into it. I know that sounds uh, juxtaposed and. Maybe the opposite of what you're expecting, but uh, you gotta find things to be grateful for. I'm grateful for I'm I'm alive today. I'm a gra- I'm grateful that I can breathe. I'm grateful that I have feet and legs and I can walk places. Find things that you're grateful for. Okay, so back into the chapter is the secret summaries. So I'm gonna read those off real quick, and then the next chapter. I think is going to get everybody's attention, is the secret to money. And we will start that tomorrow. So, summaries for today. Expectation is a powerful, attractive force. Expect the things you want, and don't expect the things you don't want. Lisa Nichols, a little insert, expect a check, don't expect a bill. I actually did that once my bills actually dropped off and bills became easier to pay it does work so next one gratitude is a powerful process for shifting your energy and bringing more of what you want into your life be grateful for what you already have and you will attract more good things of course we've gone over gratitude very many times giving thanks for what you want in advance Turbocharges your desires and sends a more powerful signal out into the universe. Visualization is the process of creating pictures in your mind of yourself enjoying what it is that you want. When you visualize, you generate powerful thoughts and feelings of having it now. The law of attraction then returns that reality to you just as you saw it in your mind. To use the law of attraction to your advantage, make it a habitual way of being, not just a one-time event. Remember, we went over that. It's like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. You're also working out your intuition at that time. Good things. At the end of the every day, before you go to sleep, go back through the events of the day. Any events or moments that were not what you wanted, replay them in your mind in the way that you wanted them to go. That's a neat one. Okay. So let's say you're on the outs with your teenager and you find yourselves arguing more and more and more and you're not sure what to do. I haven't tried this one yet and I think I'm going to. Because I want to see the results for myself. So, before you go to bed at night, let's say you've been arguing with your kids. Imagine, or visualize in your head, you take that argument, and you work it around, and you come out with to a positive resolution. Or you hug it out. Or uh, they come up to you with a polite request instead of an angry retort or reply, or they're pissed off or whatever. Imagine it going how you wished it would, or let's say you were arguing with your husband, or your spouse, or your boss, or a co-worker, alright? Change that narrative in your head. Imagine that argument or situation going the best that you could, the best it could possibly go, and then go to sleep. And notice the subtle changes going forward of how things work in your life and going things going around. Okay. So tomorrow is the secret to money, which I'm sure is going to be very much paid attention to in these wonderful times. So we got a little long today, but I'm still going to do my two minute brain break because you guys have been so patient and so awesome. And thank you for being here. So, if you're not sitting already, go ahead and find yourself someplace to sit. Wiggle a little bit, get settled. And let's take a nice deep breath in. And let it back out. Let's take another nice slow deep breath in and let it back out and just let your awareness Slowly settle into the space of the moment. Become gently aware of what is occupying that space with you. The furniture in the room that you're sitting, the hum of the electronics sitting by. The weather that's going on outside, maybe it's rainy, maybe it's windy, become aware of the sounds that are around you, maybe the fan in the background or your own breathing that goes in your nose and down your throat your chest gently expands and it comes right back out the weight and texture of the fabric of the clothes you're wearing and just Breathe into this suspension of time, into this moment, and just let it fill you. Deep breath in as we bring it back in three, two, one, and we're back. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you. I deeply appreciate you, and I'm grateful for you. Have an awesome rest of your day, and I will see you guys tomorrow. This is the podcast Asifras, signing off.